0: Welcome to the Balance CEO Podcast, where we have authentic conversations celebrating the successes of being an entrepreneur while acknowledging the challenges along the way. Join us every other Wednesday as we talk about all things business and life. Nothing is off limits. Here's your hosts, Askar, sarah Lee, Taylor, and Erin. Hello, CEOs. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Welcome to the Balanced CEO Podcast. I am Askar. I'm Erin. And I'm Taylor. In today's episode, we will be discussing Brand It Up, the truth and power behind your brand. So let's get started. In fact, we have a special guest for you in our CEO suite, the one and only Wendy De La Rosa. Wendy E. De La Rosa is the founder and CEO of The Social De La Rosa a digital social media boutique agency located in California in the heart of the Monterey Peninsula. Wendy had the entrepreneurship spirit when she began her journey in 2019. She wanted to make a big impact on how small business owners gain marketing resources. She saw how the startups were unable to invest in high advertising budgets and marketing agencies for online discoverability. After teaching herself the social media, and marketing game, she became an expert and began sharing it with her community through YouTube and blogging. Hey, Wendy, how are you doing? Welcome to the Balance CEO podcast. And we're excited to have you share your story, your expertise, dropping some
1: serious gems today. Okay, you ready? Yes. Hi, girls. Thank you guys for having me as a guest. I am truly honored and thankful to be here today. Awesome. Awesome. So Wendy, I just read this
0: amazing, incredible bio of yours and your journey has been interesting. Can you share more of your story relative to how you got to where you are today and the powerful role that your
1: truth and brand played on your journey? Mm, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to share this. So my the way I got started was kind of like a fluke. It really was not something that I was um, that I had planned for. So I just started realizing that as I was learning the marketing strategies for the business that I work for full-time, I realized that a lot of small business owners did not know how to market themselves, did not know how to, um, oh, there we go, not know how to market themselves properly. Um, I was seeing a lot of things happening in the industries where people were just showing up and struggling to, you know, work on their business. They were showing up, you know, exhausted, overloaded. And it mainly was the women, you know, the women that I was, that I was noticing that that's what was happening in their business was, you know, the moms, the wives, the, uh, they were trying to juggle all their things. So I decided that, you know what, I'm going to give some really good gems or nuggets. And I'm just going to teach these women, you know, things that I know that can streamline their marketing and branding. And I would create these little hacks, these little check sheets, these little, um, I'm sorry, the little worksheets, uh, videos, and just a bunch of resources, free resources that I was spending my time creating for them for free. And I was just giving them out. Um, it started on Instagram and I was just really open. My DMs were always open. I was willing to mentor and guide anybody that had questions and mainly the women that I were working with was in the beauty industry and medical spa. So we were looking at estheticians, hairstylists, makeup artists, and also in the dental field. And they started reaching out to me um, with questions and the more questions I got, the more resources I made. And then the funny thing was is I had barbers and other people requesting to actually have me manage their social media. And that's when the light bulb went off. I'm like, wow, okay, this is interesting. I am teaching people. And I'm creating this content, and I'm showing up every day, just you know, really excited to create the new free offer, free free resource. And now people are looking at me as the expert, and I mean, you know, my mind just blew up. And when I started getting the DMs asking for me, like, how much do I charge for services? That's when I'm like, well, this could really be something. Um, and I had to clarify what what was my real mission, what did I want to accomplish, and that's when the strategy kind of turned for me of creating my own agency. So I I think by me showing up consistently and just providing value and stuff that I knew worked, um, that helped just look at, everyone was looking at me as the industry leader and um, showing up professional, showing up with with a big heart of, of giving. Um, So my story is very unique because it wasn't wasn't planned that way. I wasn't planning on making an agency or providing those services. It just kind of evolved, if I can say that.
0: (laughs) I think that's so important to know because I think sometimes we go into life with our focus on one path and journey, and it's so important to be open to other possibilities. One thing is when we think about branding, we've seen so many different definitions and Reasons as to what it why it is so important. If you had to sum it all up, how would you define branding and why is it important?
1: I think as like a small business owner and managing multiple accounts, uh, it really comes down to like what do you want your audience to feel when they see your brand? And a brand can mean you know it's the people that represent. it's your ambassadors, it's your influencers. A brand, I feel like to me, when I I think of Apple, you know, Apple is a really big brand. People love it, but it's also a community. So if you're in the Mac community or iPhone community, you're it's, it's about building community. So I feel like brand and community tie in together. So when you create your brand awareness, you're setting yourself apart, but you're also giving an experience. You're building a community, a fan base because of your brand. So my brand, I, I like. I mentioned I started just providing value. It was just me, me, you know, the whole time. And then I started thinking, well, who am I really talking to and speaking to? Well, I'm talking to the beauty and dental industry. And what what kind of feelings and emotions do I want them to feel when they look at my next, you know, Instagram post or when they see my live? What do I want to give to them? Well, obviously, I'm into aesthetics. You know, I like I like clean beauty. I like You know, nice big smiles. I like things like that. So I started portraying my brand, the emotional feeling behind it. And that's when I went into, you know, the more of the details of like, I mean, some people think branding is just colors and fonts, which, yes, but it also comes down to the emotion that you want to give off for your company, for your brand. And even if you're a small brick and mortar business, you really want to have those foundations of like, who is your ideal audience? What kind of emotion do you want to portray with them or give off based on your fonts or your color scheme or your personalities? Um, and I, I, feel like that's, that's a big, a big thing that as a small business owner, you really need to have the brand outlined, um, when you're starting off when you're starting especially marketing on online.
0: That's good. That's really good. And, um, Thank you for all those tips and mentioning, of course, it's so important because sometimes people think it's just the colors, the font, Mm. but you are your brand and representing that visual presentation. So you just shared some of the good things or some tips of how to create a brand or the essentials of branding. Now, what are some common mistakes that you've seen or how can, as entrepreneurs, we can avoid some basic branding mistakes?
1: I think sometimes when you're first starting out, you want to do what you like, like you want to have your, what your favorite colors are, what you get to thrive off of. And when it comes down to is if you're in business or you're entrepreneur and you're wanting to serve, serve up your skills and your special unique talents, uh, with value, it's really like, you're going to serve that up. That's you. You're the main vehicle that's going to be serving it, but your brand has to be appealing and attractive to the ideal audience. So I feel like if it's, the, one of the things that I see that happens is you start putting things out that you like, and they're like, well, I'm not attracting the right. I'm not getting the right kind of clients. Well, because you're not keeping them in mind. So I think by having a mixture of yes, what you, what you want, what you like, but also it's mainly about them. You're serving them, your audience, you want to attract them. It's not so much about you and your brand. So I think Finding who your ideal client is, is one of the main things. One of the main mistakes is thinking that you just, you're just going to be sharing all about you and it's about what you makes you happy, what, what colors you like. So it's uh, avoiding, I would say avoiding, um, avoid, avoiding being like, I guess, selfish mainly it's about them. (laughs) Good. About your audience.
0: That's really good. And it's so good to know. And I think my last question relative to when we think about branding, a lot of a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with whether do they need the personal or business brand or do they do both of them? Like, how would you Mm. connect with an entrepreneur who's struggling relative to making that decision for them?
1: Yeah. I think as an entrepreneur, we get stuck in the hangup of like, I don't have it all figured out. I don't have my font. I don't have my aesthetics, my brand colors. And I think that we just needed to move forward and serve up your special unique talents. Like I mentioned, but not being so caught up on the colors and the schemes. Um, I, I would say just going for it, um, and, and serving your audience. Um, I think that one of the things uh, versus a brand uh, versus a business, like, do I have a brand account or do I serve? Do I show up as myself as a brand? Um, people are going to buy from people. So if you can share yourself, that's going to be your unique brand, your unique uh, leverage there, because you, you have a business, but you also, you're the face of the business. So you really need to share, show up. I know a lot of the small business owners that I work with, they're really camera shy they don't want to show up they want their logo to be in the forefront they want their brand aesthetics that they got designed and paid high quality for they want all that to be the front but people don't really connect with that they connect with you so you have to be your brand and um i say build up your personal profile and brand thank you for that awesome advice with anchors i'm like the social media
2: manager so showing your face for the brand because it helps build a lot of but so pivoting a little bit into rebranding, which can be a bit of a scary subject for some people, as an entrepreneur, how do you know when it's time to rebrand your business?
1: I think um when you start attracting maybe different type of clients or different type of or if you're if you're attracting different type of audience and that you're really not that's not what you're driving with, that's not the real that's not the kind you want then maybe it's time to rebrand. Or if you're launching or you're growing a different um, sector of your business, you know, maybe you're bringing on a coaching or maybe you're bringing on mentorship, you could rebrand it too. Um, I find that rebranding is when it's time outgrown that initial beginner logo, you're ready to scale up. So um, it can be different, different reasons why, I mean, I would say those are maybe the most common ones is when you're you're either growing your business, or you're scaling up would be the time to rebrand.
2: That makes perfect sense. And so like with that, what would you say are some pros and cons of rebranding?
1: I think some cons would be when you do that, you might lose some of your current audience or followers or subscribers because they're not aware of it. So I feel like one of the best things would be starting to drop some hints that you are in the process of rebranding, maybe even including your audience and your followers. Like, hey, what do you guys, You know, do you guys like this or like that? You know, p- having them be a part of it might even, um, it'll benefit you. But it's, I think though that some people, they're afraid to rebrand. They're afraid to lose what they currently have. Um, and then what it comes down to is ultimately you're going to have your true friends, your true raving fans stay with you if you, if you do rebrand, it's like they're your true tribe. I mean, so that's, that's another way to kind of reset your audience.
2: Yeah, definitely. And also it's so expensive to Mm -hmm. rebrand. And so I think that's why a lot of people kind of shy away from it because, well, I have, you know, tried and true brand, like it's (laughs) not, it's not worth the expense. Um, So then finally, what are some things that you should effectively set in place before you rebrand your company to success?
1: Uh, like I mentioned before, you know, I think uh, sneaking or dropping some hints that you're in the process of scaling or you're in the process of opening up a new arm of business that, you know, hey, this is, I mean, if you see, if you look at like Burger King or Taco Bell, like some of the fast food chains, they rebrand, they don't, they don't include you, but they also do a big release party. They do a market, they do a campaign. So they're like, hey, this is my new brand identity, this is my new logo, Um, you know, they want you to check it out. So I even think by having a big open release party, if you're rebranding would be great, even just kind of working, building a campaign basically, you know, to to get your audience aware that some change is coming. So that would be a really great way to make it successful.
3: So those are some really great um, suggestions and advice for our listeners and for entrepreneurs in general. But I know when we talk about brand, a lot of people say that your brand is your identity um, for your company or your uh, business. And that also you're supposed to use your brand to uh, tell a story. So mm-hmm. can you explain the difference What is uh, between brand identity and brand storytelling?
1: Yeah, I think with brand identity would be like I said, how your audience perceives your brand or your company, your visions, your model of your business. So, um, the brand identity would be in that direction. So it's almost like when you're setting your standards and your brand awareness, people are looking at you a particular way. So, but what backs it up is when you talk about your brand story. So your brand story is like, how did it become about what, what made you guys, you know, choose that name or start working in that foundation or start working in that industry? So when you can create and inject some of your personal brand stories of the company, that's just going to scale it and and help people be aware of it. And then they also can support you and stand behind it. So I think brand identity and storytelling have been really huge um, this past year because people want more information. They don't want to just know hey, that's a pretty logo and you're selling those, you know, iPad covers. That's great. People want to know the reason why you started your journey, why you started your business. And they want to, you know, follow you along with it. They want to see how things are created and evolving. So I think your storytelling needs to um, have a little bit of relatability. So you need to be able to relate to your audience and to the normal um, average person of why you started your business or why you started your brand. Um, I feel like people are connected with brand. Like, People, like you mentioned, they do have this um, hangup of like, well, I am my brand. I got to be this certain way. Um, yes, to a certain point, but we also are all human. And so we need to also share that side too, because it's, you can't all, you can have a happy face and always be, you know, sharing your brand in that kind of light. But then there's also where you need to step up and have authority and, and have your opinion. Like what is your, you know, your, where does your brand stand on certain Topics that are coming up in the news or in the media. And that's where it sets you apart. People will start following because of what the brand is representing or what they stand for.
3: Thanks for sharing that. That's definitely true. I know um, in recent months, we have seen a lot of brands uh, give their support behind uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and a bunch of other Mm -hmm. um, things that have been in the media. And so you can see the difference in the way that people are responding to that. Um, but I know for some entrepreneurs, they're still struggling and even finding their brand identity. So what are um, some tips for them on how they can discover that?
1: I think, uh, like I mentioned, if, if knowing, knowing your goals and your objective of, of your business, so like an entrepreneur can be all sorts of different things. And I know that we mainly talk with women. So I feel like finding some, looking back at your past and finding some really key moments in your life that made a difference. So it could be, you know, like for me, I went through a major divorce that stressed me out a lot. I found that part of my life was my story. One of my things is why I want to empower other women. I don't want women to have to depend on, you know, a certain spouse to support them. So finding those stories and in your past that really changed you, that grew you. And when you can, that, that are, you know, they, they made you who you are. And when you can identify those stories, that's going to help you discover your brand identity on on your true mission on what your purpose is for your business. Um, I feel like those that has helped me a lot. Um, But it takes a lot of work and it is hard. And sometimes it's better to leave the past in the past. But you have to work through it in order to grow and to to be that vessel to be to shine out to really share your voice in an authentic way is when you can when you can take those stories and find your true identity.
3: Yeah, I think being your authentic self is the best way to get people to respond to you and your business. Um, So like you said, that is definitely staying true to who you are and having that shine through your business is super important. Um, So my last question is, how do you use both your brand identity and your brand storytelling abilities to position yourself as an expert in your field.
1: Mm, that's a good one. I would say that I'm not saying share everything, like uh, I say take couple, t- take those moments in your past and and create a mini story that people can relate to. Um, so when you start injecting those stories into your audience, whether it's through email or social media, make sure that you also tack on some key tips, something that helped you overcome it, something that, that they can take away from it. So it's one thing to just, you know, crime your river and share your, your past story and say, Oh, I was a poor victim of this and that. That's one thing to do. And I see a lot of people doing that, but that doesn't get the audience or get the, you know, your your client, your follower, it doesn't get them to really connect. I mean, yes, they can read your story and they can understand it. Where, where it really changes for you to be the industry leader is telling them, this is what I went through. I feel you when I was first starting my business, I didn't know what brand identity was. I didn't know what marketing was, but what helped me was A, B, C, and D. And I know that you guys can do it too. So I think it's more of like an inspirational storytelling with something that's attainable for them so that they could take away from it. You know what? If Wendy can go through a divorce and be as successful as she is now, then I can do it too. So I think as an entrepreneur, you really have to take those life stories and turn them into something positive and something that the the next person can read and take away and be inspired by.
0: Wow, Wendy, that is so amazing. And what are some tools that entrepreneurs can use to monetize and grow their business? Because I know a lot of entrepreneurs we speak to And some of them who, who is our client, they share that. I don't know how to really use my brand to really grow my business. Like I'm not making any money. Like what are some branding tools that they can use to monetize and grow their business?
1: Well, I think one of the things is staying in your line of genius. Like if you're somebody that likes to talk on video or likes to, you know, uh, write, then I say, you know start mastering and crafting your stories in that. And don't feel like, because, you know, Susie Lou is, is starting her, her blog. I got to start one too, because I want to, you know, me and her are in the same line of business. So I think one of the branding things that to monetize it would be sharing. I, I think you have to really find what is something that people are always coming to you about. Cause I know when I was first starting my entrepreneurship, I was I have a a background in accounting and taxes and dental and in the beauty industry as an Mm -hmm. esthetician. And I was kind of like, well, I want to do something online. I know I want to do something online. And, um, I started thinking, what do, what does everybody ask me for? And what I, what it came, what I found was that when I would meet with my aunts at a holiday party, when I would be at a gathering, people would ask me about social media and I knew how to do it. I was very social media savvy. It was natural Mm -hmm. to me. It was like, oh yeah, just do this, this and that. So when I started identifying what people commonly come to me or questions they have, or what they already looked at me as that's when I, the light bulb went off too Is well. I'm going to teach social media. I'm going to share social media because it's easy for me. So I think as an entrepreneur is, is if you want to monetize, think about right now, what is something that you're really good at? And maybe you think, well, I like drawing, um, you know, I like designing, I guess, I like designing eBooks or something. I like designing, maybe just like drawing images. Well, you like drawing for fun. It comes natural to you. Not everybody knows how to do that. And you think, well, everyone's already selling their artwork on Etsy. So I can't do that because everyone's doing that already. But you have a unique way and you're the way you present it, the way you sell it. And that's where like the brand identity comes involved because I might buy that graphic design from her versus the other girl, because I, I like that person. So I think finding what you're really good at and don't worry if everybody's doing it because you're different, you're unique. We all have a different background upbringing um, and that's the way you're able to monetize um, your passion. And, and I feel like if, if it's a true passion, it's going to radiate, it's going to show, and that's probably going to build more of your connections in your community and it's going to start the rippling effect will happen. But if it's something you're doing it because you see your friend that's doing it and you're like, well, she's doing it. I want to do that. I want to be a social media manager because she's a social media manager, but you don't really understand social media as much, then you're not (laughs) going to feel, you're not going to be fulfilled from it. You're going to feel, you're going to burn out and you're going to feel like, okay, this is not what I want to do. So I think um, really understanding what you, what are your unique talents and how can you bring that out and share it? And then when you crisscross it with branding, that's how you're gonna be able to monetize it and make it a business.
0: Mm -hmm. I told you guys (laughs) she was gonna bring some gem today. Thank you, thank you, Wendy. Mm -hmm. And you shared so much and it's been so informative because so many people need to understand, like you said, just because your friend is doing it does not mean that it's something for you. Mm -hmm. And then you're not gonna have that passion and you're gonna be your best self. Mm -hmm. And how can you really convey that and have somebody trust?
1: And when Mm -hmm. you have passion, it shows. Yeah. You just gave me goosebumps right now because it's so true. I see so many people starting things that, you know, someone else is doing it and they're starting it, but they don't really have that passion. It's not like you said, they don't know themselves yet. They're just trying everything. They're throwing spaghetti at the wall, trying to see whatever's going to stick for their business. And that's what entrepreneurship is. You know, you do try a lot of things and you fail, but you get back up and you try again. And that is what makes us so remarkable. Thank you, Wendy. This was
0: so awesome. And I know as I do in every podcast episode, I love learning. And I think as entrepreneurs, it's so important for us to continuously keep learning from each other, keep growing Mm -hmm. because some of us are coaches, but even as coaches, we have our own coaches Mm -hmm. to really help us and take in these gems and be able to share it back to somebody else. And as we come to a close, I wanted to get your take on this because on this episode, we discuss branding, its impact, why it's important for entrepreneurs not only to understand, to invest in, and to be able to navigate. However, we've come to understand that everybody's situation is different financially, or maybe they don't see it as a priority. What would you share out of all today? What would you say are the key points to an entrepreneur who feels like branding, they don't need it?
1: Um, I think that branding is a a crucial part. I would say if you're on a budget, um, you could start as of right now, like go to Pinterest and start pinning a couple of things that you're inspired by. But I I would say when you do that, you know, keep in mind that you're getting inspired and that's going to be part of your brand package. And then you'll be able to craft your brand. And this will be like, you can consider it like your beta brand, So you can, uh, one of the great apps that we love to use is Canva and everybody's all about Canva, the pro version. You can actually plug in some color schemes and brands and make your logos there on a budget. They have a free version, but you can also do the paid one. I would say Canva is going to be your best friend for right now. If you're starting out, Um, you can make all of your graphics in there. One of the biggest key takeaways that I would say is really knowing your vision for your business, knowing your vision for your life. What do you really want to accomplish? And what do you want to be known for? But you're going to have to spend the time to do that work so that you discover who you really are and what, like what your unique talents are. When you discover that you may have those slump moments where you're feeling like, you know what, I'm branding myself and it's like not happening. I just don't get it. Um, but when you have that clear vision of of who you are and where you're going to go, you will continue every day to get up and be, you know, with fire under your butt, ready to go. So I would feel like don't give up. You know, there's something there for you. You have that um, entrepreneurship in you. Uh, keep doing it, and eventually it'll come back, you know, tenfold. So just find who you really are. That would be one of my biggest takeaways.
0: Good. Find who you are and extend some grace to yourself too on the mm-hmm. journey. Wow. So there (laughs) you have it branded up the truth and power behind your brand. Thank you, Wendy, for joining us on today's episode of the Balance CEO podcast. We would be remiss if we did not give you an opportunity to let our CEO audience know how they can show you some love. So Wendy, tell us how can they connect with you?
1: Well, I'm all over the socials, uh, YouTube, podcast, blog everywhere, Wendy E. Dalarosa. So, you can type it in there and I will pop up. I'm on um, Facebook, Twitter, all socials. So, you can find me by just typing in my name. Um, don't forget the middle initial because there's another Wendy E. Delarosa that's around. I've made sure that I have the middle initial there. But my favorite place to hang out is Instagram. So, you can find me there. Um, I do have my business page as well called The Social Delarosa. And so, you can follow either one, but I'm mainly on my personal page, uh, Wendy E. Delarosa.
0: Awesome. Thank you. So everyone, so be sure to show her some love and connect with Wendy. She is such a valuable resource. And as always, today was an amazing conversation, but the conversation doesn't end here. Keep it going and share this episode and all its gem with the phenomenal women in your lives and in a world of competition, be the inspiration. Until next time. Thank you for joining us this week on The Balance CEO Podcast. Check us out on our website at anchors.com. That is anchors, A-N-K-O-R-Z dot Or look us up on social media at Anchors LLC for more information about us and today's podcast. As always, subscribe to Spotify and iTunes to catch each episode. And leave us a review wherever you're listening from so we can continue to give you new, fresh content See you next time.